welcome to the Get to the Point podcast, a podcast for busy women who want to have real conversations about fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle, but without rambling or wasting time. Let's get to the point. Hey, welcome to episode 12 of the Get to the Point podcast. This is your host, Leslie Ann Quillen. In this episode, we are covering why macro tracking does not guarantee fat loss results. A lot of people think that tracking your macros is a sure thing for fat loss. So this episode's going to be debunking that myth that as long as you track your macros and you hit your macros, you will get fat loss results. I have found that that is not the case with myself, and I've worked with hundreds of women who have also found that to be true. In addition to the fact that they just find macro tracking to be really stressful, really inconvenient, and also inaccurate if you are somebody who eats some of your meals outside the home and you don't really know what is in the food that you're eating. So right off the bat, let me clarify what I mean by macro tracking, because you may be new to that term. Maybe you're just finding this podcast. You're not um, you know, really well-versed in nutrition yet, and that's totally cool. Um, macro tracking is, first of all, it's kind of slang. The word macro is short for macronutrient. And there are three primary macronutrients that humans need to eat in their diet in order to stay alive. For our bodies to do all the things they need to do, we need these three macronutrients. We need protein, we need carbohydrates, and we need fats. So the concept behind macro tracking is basically that you get targets for each of those categories. You have a daily protein target that you're supposed to hit, um, a daily carbohydrate target, and a daily fat target. And the theory goes that as long as you hit those numbers, you will get results. You will lose fat. But I can tell you from personal experience um, with myself and with hundreds of women that I've worked with over the years that that is not always true. Let's talk about three reasons why macro tracking might not be working for you. And then at the end of the episode, we'll talk about some ways that you might be able to use macro tracking as one of your tools to get results, but also some things to watch out for. Because like any approach to nutrition, fat loss, body change, et cetera, I think there are some red flags and some things we need to look out for just to make sure our efforts to pursue a goal, um, like losing some weight, losing some fat, maybe building muscle or changing the shape of your body, just making sure that we're keeping our goals in check and we're not letting them become obsessions. We're not letting them um, keep us from having a social life or from going to work every day. And unfortunately, I've seen that happen a lot within the macro tracking community where um, it becomes an obsession. So we'll talk about that at the end of the episode. But first, Let's talk about why three reasons macro tracking does not always guarantee fat loss results. The first reason is because macro tracking might get you in a caloric deficit, but it does not necessarily balance your hormones. And if you've been following me for any length of time on social media, my email list, my website, etc., or other podcast episodes, you've probably heard me say that for fat loss, you need only two things. You need a slight calorie deficit and you need balanced hormones. So the, the fat loss, the, the numbers on the scale dropping, the inches dropping, the body changing, that comes from the, the deficit, the calorie deficit. But the balanced hormones, that's what determines where those pounds are coming from, whether they're coming from mostly muscle 
or mostly fat. And if the goal is fat loss, you want the muscle to stay on your body. You want the fat to go. Um, the balanced hormones also impacts how sustainable your approach is going to be. Um, if your hormones aren't balanced, but you're in a calorie deficit, you're dieting. You're doing um, probably some version of eating less, exercising more, and you're essentially using a ton of willpower to get through every day and you're strong arming your nutrition and trying to just eat less for as long as you can to lose weight. And then inevitably the willpower runs out and you fall off the wagon and you bust your macros, you have a few bad days, and then you have to get back on track and do the whole thing over again. So having balanced hormones makes that scenario much less likely to happen. You will be able to sustain your calorie deficit long enough to get results. And then you're also mixing in strategies like um, little diet breaks, like a treat meal or a refeed day, or having a few days where you come out of a calorie deficit to keep your hormones from starting to work against you, which is what they do if you stay in a calorie deficit for too long, especially if it's a really big one. So that's where macro tracking really falls short is it's great at getting us in a calorie deficit. It's pretty easy to run these calculations and use these formulas online to figure out roughly how many calories your body needs each day to maintain your current weight. And then you do a little math and figure out your deficit and you end up with a number. And as long as you hit that number, yeah, maybe for a couple days you do start to lose a little bit of weight. But like I said, if the other part of the equation is not accounted for, if you're not addressing the hormones, then that calorie deficit is not going to feel good. It's going to be very hard to maintain. And it also makes it likely that you could be losing um, a decent amount of muscle mass with the, the weight that you're losing as well. So um, that's why you got to have both. You got to have the calorie deficit and the balanced hormones. And macro tracking doesn't account for that. Number two, the second reason why macro tracking does not always guarantee fat loss results is because in a lot of these programs and, and communities and these online coaches that teach macro tracking, or it's also known by names like flexible dieting or the, um, the acronym IIFYM, which stands for if it fits your macros. Um, one thing that they don't tend to teach a lot is that the quality of food you're eating matters. And this isn't all macro coaches. I know there are some out there. I'm friends with people that do this and who are macro coaches and do a really good job of teaching their clients to hit their macros using mostly real whole nutrient dense foods. But there are an equal number of people out there teaching macro tracking and doing coaching programs, et cetera, who just treat all food like, you know, it's just calories. It's just numbers. Um, and as long as you hit those numbers, it doesn't matter what foods you use and these people are pretty interesting to watch on social media because they like to post these um, very strange looking meals, typically at the end of the day when um, they realize, oh, I've got, I got a few macros left. I got a few hundred calories left and I got, I need to hit some more fat. I need to hit some more protein, but I haven't had, you know, I already went over my carbs. I can't have carbs. And they'll put together these really strange meals that don't even look or sound good all in the name of hitting their macros. And it's usually not even real food. It's usually things like, oh, I found, you know, this, this um, low-calorie, high-protein pancake mix at GNC. So I'm going to make like a mug cake with that. And then I'm going to put a little fat-free Ready Whip on top because that's zero macros. Um, that's, then let's get some like zero-calorie sugar-free pancake syrup on here. And, um, oh, I got a little bit of fat left. Let's eat a piece of cheese. 
Okay. (laughs) So technically, yeah, you might be hitting your macros. You might be hitting those daily protein, carb, and fat goals, but you're not paying attention to the quality of food that you're eating. And for optimal health, for um, the best results, you really want to look at both, not just the quantity, but also the quality of foods that you're eating. So um, making sure that you're getting your the bulk of your calories from real whole nutrient dense foods and not seeing um, all foods as equal because an apple is a carbohydrate and it has maybe around 100, 125 calories. Um, but then maybe, you know, you're at the grocery store, you're at Whole Foods and you find um, a box of paleo cookies and you find a paleo cookie that's only 100 calories. And, you know, it's around 20 something grams of carbs too. So you think, well, I don't want an apple today. I'm going to eat this paleo cookie instead. Those two things do not do the same thing in your body. Food is information for your body. And you can't really compare a real whole food like an apple that has fiber and water and lots of vitamins and minerals. You can't really compare that to a paleo cookie that's been, you know, sitting on the shelf. Uh, The ingredients are, are, you know, maybe they're very healthy, but it's not going to do the same thing in your body. And you know that if you've ever bought these um, so-called healthy, cleaned up uh, foods and found that they kind of became a trigger for you and they made you more hungry and they made you want more. I don't know many people that will eat two or three apples. Like one is, is usually pretty good, right? But you buy a box of these paleo cookies and it's really easy to knock out four or five because those foods are not the same, all right? They're different in the body, and you know they're not just numbers. They're not just macros. So that's another reason why people tend to get stuck tracking macros, because there's a huge focus in that community, and it's actually one of the selling points of tracking macros, is they tend to really promote the fact that you can eat anything you want. If you want a piece of pizza and it fits your macros, then yeah, you should have it. And that tends to become a slippery slope for a lot of people. And this is what happened to me when I went through a phase, several phases of trying to track macros. Inevitably, I would, um, you know, short myself on good foods earlier in the day so that I could save, you know, ooh, three to 400 calories so that I could run out in the evening and get some frozen yogurt with candy on top because I still had macros left over. And... That became a really, like I said, a slippery slope to where it was now a really bad habit. My body was craving, expecting um, frozen yogurt topped with candy every night after dinner. And my results stopped showing up. Uh, Lots of other things start to happen when you start eating like that every day. My skin started to break out again from all the dairy and just the extra sugar. So yeah, this is where macro tracking really um, misses the mark. And they just treat all foods as numbers as calories. And if it fits your macros, you can have it. But I would say not necessarily. Food has an impact on your hormones. It's going to have an impact on the types of foods you crave at your next meal, the amount of foods you eat at your next meal. So sorry, it ain't just calories. It ain't just macros. It's information. The third reason why macro tracking does not always result in fat loss is because your metabolism is always adapting and compensating to what you are doing. I think as humans, it's I've struggled with this, but I think it's it's a tendency that we all have to always go back to what was working before, right? Like if you know you got in really great shape for your wedding or after you had a baby or for a vacation, like there was a certain 
diet plan or macros that you were hitting that just really worked for you that one time. And so the tendency is to always want to go back to what worked before or stay on something for too long because it worked for you initially. Your body is not the same two days in a row, let alone six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks in a row. So I think what a lot of us do is we we buy these macro plans or we hit, you know, we, we get these numbers from my fitness pal and they work for a little while. And we are just like a dog with a bone. We can't let it go. We can't accept the fact that our bodies aren't calculators, that our bodies have already adapted and figured out what we're doing and learned how to do it more efficiently because that is your metabolism's job, especially as women. But the metabolism is an adaptable system. It is kind of always reading the the signals that it's getting from the outside world and adjusting accordingly. So if you stay in a calorie deficit, if you stay on these macros for too long, your metabolism is going to slow down. It's called adaptive thermogenesis. And that's a really big, fancy sounding word for what happens to us when we go on diets and we cut our calories and we stay there for too long. Decreased input, decreased food coming in, your body slows down. The metabolic rate slows down. This is why you hit a plateau after doing the same thing for too long, trying to lose weight. Your body already figured it out. So going back to the same macros or, you know, even just continuing to track macros for, for too long, you know what? You need to do a different approach. You need to take a different approach and do something new. Um, And this is really the focus of um, the level two program that I just came out with for fat loss lifestyle school for more advanced um, fat loss for clients of mine that have already gone through the level one program. They've nailed those principles. They're killing the lifestyle, but they want to train their metabolisms to be more flexible and they want to prevent this kind of adaptation or compensation that happens naturally when we are dieting for too long, staying in a deficit for too long. So I have them alternating between periods of eating less and exercising less, kind of like going on metabolic vacation (laughs) with periods of eat more, exercise more, ramping things up and kind of training and eating more like an athlete for a period of time. So that is how you want to um, think about going around that thing that your metabolism naturally wants to do where it adapts and compensates, you want to have different approaches, different cards that you play throughout the year because um, otherwise you're just ignoring the fact that you know this is how your metabolism works. You're treating it like a calculator and that's not what it works like. It works more like the thermostat in your house. It really loves the status quo. Your body just doesn't want to change especially as a woman. Um, You may have heard, like, if you remember back to, like, high school biology class, remember the term, like, homeostasis, equilibrium? That's kind of where your body wants to hang out. It's really comfortable where it is right now. And your body is going to start to fight you back when you diet too hard, you cut calories too much for too long. It starts increasing hunger, increasing cravings, decreasing your desire and motivation to move, all because it wants to survive. It wants to keep you in the happy place you're at right now, even if you don't think it's a happy place, even if your pants don't fit, you're overweight, you're unhealthy, your body wants to stay the way that it is. So um, again, this is one of the ways that we kind of outsmart our bodies and start working with them, not against them in the approach that we take in fat loss lifestyle school, which is a hormones first approach. We might use macro tracking at some point. 
But honestly, most of my clients never even need to because of the way that we teach them to eat, to train, to kind of read the signals from their own body, see the results that they're getting, and kind of adapt their approach accordingly. So let's talk about that. Now that we've talked about the reasons that macro tracking doesn't always work, and maybe one or more of those has you saying, yes, okay, this is making sense now. I've been tracking macros. It ain't working anymore. I don't feel good. I'm hungry. I have tons of cravings. Um, My energy just isn't there. And my macro coach or, you know, this online community that I'm a member of, everybody in the group just keeps telling me to keep hitting my numbers and maybe I need to go to the next cut. All right. That's another popular thing in these macro tracking programs where you're in different phases. And as you lose weight or as you're on the program longer, you cut and cut and cut and keep dropping your calories and dropping your macros lower and lower. And, um, it, yeah, it tends to get pretty ugly and, Uh, I have to take myself out of those groups when I see those conversations pop up because they're hard to watch and it's just a lot of really disordered behavior and conversation around food and exercise and calories and yeah, slippery slope. We'll talk about that at the end of this episode, but ways that you could possibly use macros. If you're somebody who just likes numbers and some of you are those people and that's fine. Um, If you're tracking macros and getting great results and you're like, what is she talking about? I love this. This works for me. It always has. Then cool. This episode isn't for you. It's for all the other people out there who have tried it and it ain't working anymore. And it also stresses them out and they don't have time for it. And it just isn't something they enjoy doing. All right. You need to understand that there are multiple routes we can take to get to fat loss. There's not one way that works for everyone. So if the macro tracking isn't working for you, then you might want to switch to what we do in fat loss lifestyle school, which is a hormones first approach so that we naturally eat less without even trying. The calories take care of themselves. Now, after you try that for a while, you might find that you do want to track macros for a couple days or a few weeks. And we would say that the macros now are being used to refine your approach. Like maybe you're getting okay results, but there's something you just want to dial in a little bit better. Maybe your protein tends to be a little bit low and you just want to track your food for a few days and see like, okay, what's coming in? What can I do better? Where am I falling short? That's a great way to use macro tracking. Use it to refine your approach or use it to troubleshoot. If you feel like you're doing everything right, you're still not seeing any changes or it's just, it's just not working, then what I will typically do is have my clients send me a three-day diary dump or like a data dump. Three days. Write down what you eat or plug it into my fitness pal and friend me so I can see it. And let's see what is actually coming in so we know what we're working with here and then we can make some adjustments and some suggestions to maybe get you in a little bit more of a deficit or bring up protein or bring down fat or whatever it is. But it's really hard to make those changes when you don't know what's coming in. So that's how I like to use macro tracking. It is a tool that you can use down the road after you've already balanced your hormones, you've already started to see and get some results. At least you feel a lot better. Okay. That's a result too. It doesn't just have to be fat loss feeling better, not being hungry, not having cravings, getting your energy back, having stable moods and being able to sleep. Those are all good signs that your hormones are now starting to balance. You're starting to feed your body what it needs. Um, That's a result. We want that. Um, But the fat loss piece maybe doesn't happen right away. And that's where we might want to look in and and do something like macro tracking for a couple days or weeks until we can kind of pinpoint where you need to be. But then once you figure it out, I think you can kind of eyeball it. 
Now, there are some foods you might want to continue to track, things like nut butter or salad dressing, like those really calorie-dense foods, typically fats. It's really easy to overmeasure those. I mean, you've probably all seen that picture online of um, like what people think a tablespoon of peanut butter looks like versus what a tablespoon of peanut butter actually looks like. It's really depressing. It's not as much as you want it to be ever. (laughs) But um, the point here is that I don't think you need to track macros and weigh and count and measure everything every single day. Like you should get pretty good at eyeballing it after you've done it for a while. And let's go ahead and talk about this. One of the, the negatives of macro tracking is that it tends to become an obsession for a lot of women. They find themselves... Um, really feeling anxiety if they can't track their food or if they don't know what they're eating. Um, you know, they're freaking out at restaurants when there's no nutrition information posted or, um, you know, they're at a family member's house for the holidays. I, I've seen this in some of these online community groups for macro tracking. I like to hang out there just as kind of like an observer, just to see what's going on in my industry <laughs> um, so that I'm aware. And you see the craziest things like, I'm packing my food scale for Christmas break. Um, my family's going to give me crap about it, but I got goals and I want to, you know, I want to stay on track. So they're going to their family's house for the holidays for a few days and they are so obsessed with tracking macros that they're packing a food scale and they're packing measuring cups and they're bringing their special food with them on all their trips and anytime they leave the house. Um, like I, I get it if maybe you are a professional athlete and You make a living by looking and performing a certain way, and you need a very specific diet to achieve that. But for real, if you are just a woman who wants to get leaner and build some muscle and and get a little leaner and fitter and healthier, you don't need to do that. That is insanity. And that is kind of the dark side of this macro tracking and flexible dieting world that a lot of people don't talk about and and don't like to call out. But I'm sorry, it's unhealthy, obsessive, borderline disordered behavior around food. And if this is you and you're tracking macros and it's now becoming a source of stress and anxiety for you, it is um, a control mechanism. You freak out if you can't track macros for even one day. And you feel or say things like, um, macro tracking keeps me accountable. Um, It keeps me in check. If I can't track my macros, um, I'm going to overeat and I'm going to lose control around food. It keeps me in check. Then I think that's a red flag. That's a sign that there's something else going on there. That's a sign that you are fighting your body and probably ignoring some pretty loud signals like hunger, cravings stress, et cetera. And you need to pay attention to that because if you continue down this road of obsessively tracking macros and pushing down the signals that you're getting from your body, like, Hey, I'm hungry. Um, Hey, I'm craving sugar all the time. I can't sleep. I can't wake up. I don't have energy, et cetera. All these things. Um, I'm in a terrible mood all the time. I'm, I'm happy one second and depressed and biting people's heads off the next. These are all signs that your hormones are out of balance and you are probably eating in a way, training in a way that's creating quite a bit of stress on your body and you need to take a break and you maybe need to do some work um, with a licensed mental health professional on what's really going on there. Um, And I will say that I have a colleague, an acquaintance, he's not really a friend. We've been at um, the same 
conference together before, and I started following him on Instagram after that. Um, his name is Justin Janoska. I hope I'm saying that right. He's actually writing a book on this. It's called, I think, The Flexible Dieting Disaster. And as soon as it's out, um, I will I will definitely link to it on Instagram. I'll make sure that you can find it. And I'm hoping to have him as a guest here on the podcast because I really want you to hear and learn from him about how this macro tracking, if it fits your macros, flexible dieting can really lead you down a really kind of dark, disturbing path. And it's something that starts really innocently. Um, it's something that starts really fun. This belief that I can eat whatever I want as long as it fits my macros. I'm free. I can eat anything. Um, it, it tends to not end up there. So again, if you're somebody who has great success with macro tracking, you're happy, you're healthy, it doesn't stress you out, then you're probably not the intended audience for this episode. But I know there are a lot of people out there. I work with them every day. They sign up in droves for Fat Loss Lifestyle School because they just can't track another bite that goes in their mouth. Um, there's another option. There's another way to do this. There's a smarter, less stressful way to get to the same outcome of losing that unwanted body fat, building some lean muscle, feeling more confident and healthier and happier in your body. You don't have to my fitness pal every single day. Okay. So let me know what you think about this episode. Have you tried macro tracking? What was your experience like? I would love to hear from you. So you can always reach out to me in my DMs on Instagram. And if you're listening to this episode, I would love it if you shared it with your friends, screenshot it, share it on Instagram. I'll repost it and give you a shout out um, because I love when you guys are listening and giving me feedback that these episodes are exactly what you need to live a healthy, strong, fit lifestyle that you can do forever, something that doesn't make you stressed out and uh, something that doesn't burn you out. I think there is a misconception that that's what fitness is. That's what nutrition is. It's killing yourself, working really hard, um, you know, destroying everything in the gym multiple times a week for hours and counting every bite that goes in your mouth. And I'm just not about that life. The women I work with are done with that life and we're doing it in a smarter, better way. So if that's what you're looking for, Fat Loss Lifestyle School is where you need to be. Go to fatlosslifestyleschool.com for details on when the next round starts. And if you have any questions, you can always shoot me a message there on the website or on Instagram. You can find me at Leslie Ann Quillen. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and I'll see you soon. <laughs> 